I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at PeculiarCharacter.com. Last night, I attended Savor for the second year. This is a premier beer event put on by the Brewers Association in downtown Washington, D.C., the National Building Museum. I offered a pretty detailed write-up after going last year, and much that I touched on in that post on the website remains true for this year. In the months leading up to this high-profile event, the Washington Post had a piece that kind of called into question whether the event was losing some of its luster. I wonder if that's a little bit of the sort of uh, skepticism that arises when things hit a certain popularity. The question being asked of, is it at some sort of a peak, and can it only decline from here? I would say, in certain regards, I didn't have quite as good an experience as I did last year, but I don't know if that's an accident of going on the second night and the particular tables out of all of the ones there, the 76 breweries representing, that I was able to get to even in a fairly generous evening versus something inherent in terms of uh, the kinds of people attending and their attitudes. What I mean is what really stuck out in looking at my notes from last year is just how much every brewery had a story and how willing they were to share. This year, I think it wasn't until I got to the second or third table early on in the evening that I started to feel that the brewers and that the staff were were opening up and offering a bit more. As criticism goes, I'll have to say that that's pretty mild. It really didn't detract from my overall experience of the event And it was really just limited to a handful of breweries. There were many others that I had uh, just the same kind of quality experiences that I had with brewers in attendance last year. I did not get to see some of the high-profile people like Sam Colagioni, the founder of Dogfish Head, who I met last year. That I definitely attributed to it being the second night rather than the first night of the event. That more than likely they had other commitments They had to get back to tend their their business, quite simply, or just had other demands on their time that being present two nights uh, at a very intensive event like this uh, maybe was a little too much, understandably a bit too much. Again, that difference really didn't detract from my enjoyment. The whole point of going to an event like this is sampling the beer. The beer and, of course, the food pairings. The food, again, was pretty darn good, but uh, paled in comparison to what was offered in terms of of the beers. The trends seemed to be consistent with last year. There were a lot of sour beers. There were a lot of IPAs. But pleased to see other things coming back into the mix. Uh, No uh, shortage of stouts and Belgian ales, uh, pilsners, uh, some Mexican lagers, more than one. Uh, El Sully from 21st Amendment really standing out, uh, um, but certainly not alone in that regard. So Pleasing to see a good diversity, good representation in style. Whatever it is that you like, you could gravitate towards. Things that you haven't had a chance to try, there were plenty on offer. I do feel like I managed to act well on the experiences from last year, make some improvements that I touched on, again, in my write-up from last year. In particular, uh, the salon I slotted for my friend Jason and I was an hour earlier, so I felt like 
while we were kind of leaving the show floor a little bit earlier, that we were in a better state of mind, physical state, to really enjoy a fantastic presentation on fooders, that is uh, wood and beer, from Right Proper here in D.C. and a Perennial. I'll also, we actually managed to make it all the way to last call. I don't think we did that last year. We got pretty close. We had a 9 p.m. salon last year. So coming out on the other side of that, I think Chris and I, my friend Chris who came with me, uh, I think we just left a little bit early. Jason and I were definitely on the floor when last call went out. And that was kind of cool to make it all the way through and uh, to wake up the next morning in pretty good shape, all things considered. That means that I, I did come in with a certain amount of temperance. I did manage to to pace myself and express a fair amount of a moderation appropriate to the challenge of this event and really focus on the experience, the tasting, and the variety rather than just sheer quantity or allowing uh, uh, some enthusiasm to override the ability to, to get through and really appreciate the food and the beer on offer for the whole duration that I was there, not just early on and not just in some sort of uh, unfortunately diminished way. So hopefully I'll be able to go again next year and share uh, impressions over a three-year run, maybe an open-ended multi-year run if I should be so lucky. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States License. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.